0: Primary
1: ignition, primary ignition. This is the way. This is the way. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. What is up, all of you Ugnats and Jawas out there? And welcome back to yet again another episode of Mando Talk. I am your host, as always, Caleb James Keller. And I am ecstatic to be here this week because, boy, oh boy, we got a Book of Boba Fett trailer that I wasn't expecting. And I'm not alone to break this thing down this week. DJ Foster is back at Rebel Scum Texan. What is up?
0: Hello. I'm here. <laughs> Glad to be here. I have my Mando mug.
1: Uh-huh. uh-huh.
0: And I put the Boba Fett helmet on display behind there you me go. tonight. So I felt like it, 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 the festivities of the week warranted such decorations. Oh,
1: definitely. And, I mean, I don't have any Boba Fett t-shirts. So I got the closest thing right. that I could. And that is a Cobb Van Boba Fett armor mandalorian t-shirt so i tried i tried
0: i was just saying before we went live i'm impressed by you finding a Cobb vanth really anything sure there's not a lot of Cobb vanth (laughs) material out there so the fact you got your hands on a t-shirt may be something worth uh trying to get in you know get uh timothy oliphant one day to sign that yeah
1: absolutely i mean if i ever saw him i would i would fanboy for sure Oh, yeah. I do want to say what's up to Blue Harvest Bricks, who's in the live chat, says, hey, guys, what is up, man? It's good to have you here. Let us know what you thought of that trailer. We would love to get your thoughts on it on once we get there. We are going to eventually get there. But as we always do, you know, we got some news. We're going to try to hit them pretty quick because we know why you're here. You're here to talk about the book of Boba Fett. We get it. But if you're listening to us, you love Star Wars and we love covering all the small little news pieces that we're getting, some of them bigger than others. Uh, So let's go ahead and get to that point. I will say this, though. Subscribe to our YouTube channel if you have not done so. We're gearing up for the Book of Boba Fett, which I think I'm just going to throw this teaser out there. There might be a Book of Boba Fett themed giveaway coming here pretty soon. We've toyed with that idea, and uh, I think we're going to deliver on that. And uh, just listen to us wherever you can find us. Uh, Apple, Spotify, Google, doesn't matter. Just look up Mando Talk. I'm sure you'll find us. And then follow us on our socials, at Mando Talk. Link's in the description. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get into it. So, news pieces of the week. We're going to hit this first one here pretty quick, and that is the next wave of Legends essential novels have been announced by, of course, Del Rey. Uh, This is always a big deal for me because I have been somebody that has voiced a theory that they're releasing some of these novels for a reason. And then obviously with this new selection, I think that even adds more to the theory. We're getting Kenobi by John Jackson Miller, Darth Plagueis by James lucino wedges gamble by michael a stackpole and dynasty of evil which is the darth bane novel part three the third of the trilogy by drew carpishan all great things again i always say these seem to continue to connect to future projects that we're going to get from lucasfilm disney quick thing for us to talk about just real quickly is dj which of these if any are you potentially going to check out now that it's coming out in a right essential legends format?
0: Well, I think pre Obi-Wan Kenobi TV show announcement, I would have been very interested. In fact, I know I was interested in that Kenobi novel. Um, I've read a different Kenobi novel uh, called the legend of Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's mm-hmm. great, you know, real easy, less than 200 page read. It's fantastic, but I'm currently reading Darth Plagueis. Um, yeah. I picked it up a few, I don't know, it was a couple months ago now. I went to Barnes and Noble with my brother, and we mm-hmm. he got a book, I got a book, and um, it's kind of been sitting on the shelf because I've been reading Light of the Jedi, which I did finish. So There you go. That's awesome. Um, but anyway, Darth Plagueis is the one that I'm most interested in. I think you're absolutely right, by the way, with your theory about these Legends novels being pulled into canon yeah. in some form or another. In fact, I would even go as far as to say that each one of these novels has something to do with an up- upcoming project from Lucasfilm.
1: For sure, um, it, no especially
0: doubt. Especially the Kenobi one's obvious. You know, I would say Plagueis and D- Dynasty of Evil go into Acolyte. Yep. And then I would even say Wedge's Gamble has to go into Rogue Squadron. There's no way they're not pulling from those. those Absolutely. Things.
1: No, I agree. I definitely agree. Now, for me, I've always heard great things about Darth Plagueis. Of the Ford, that's probably the one that I would want to check out because I've heard so many people it, share it how much pull they love it.
0: No, it doesn't pull punches. Those for that first chapter gets it uh-huh. gets it goes quick. Okay, you know, you nice. Really jump into it fast.
1: All right. Well, hey, don't
0: don't skip the prologue either. That prologues.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Good good (laughs) good soup (laughs) let us know if you if you enjoy these essential novel collections let us know what you think of these four that have been announced and which of those you're most likely to uh check out dj why don't you hit us with our next kind of quick one that we'll we'll go ahead and get knocked out since that kind of connects to two of those novels we just mentioned
0: it does in a way (laughs) yeah matt matt smith better known for uh dr who and i know him from the crown on netflix he was great on the crown but um, he was on the sappy, the sappy, no, the <laughs> happy, sad, confused podcast, excuse me. Um, and he basically kind of just ah, spilled the beans, but spilled the beans about, uh, what his potential tie to star Wars episode nine, the rise of Skywalker was potentially going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and he quote his quote from that interview, basically just said this, it was expected to be a big deal. And this is the quote, it was going to be a big shift in the history of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Caleb, our question, what type of role do we believe that Matt Smith may have played?
1: For me, and I don't know why I keep coming back to this, and this might be completely wrong and probably is completely wrong. I have a feeling that the original rough draft script of Rise of Skywalker, whenever Palpatine becomes younger again from, you know, gaining energy from the dyad, I always thought that, okay, that would have been the moment that Palpatine would have went all the way back to his younger self
0: mm-hmm. and that
1: would have been Matt Smith. That's my current theory. Okay, That's my personal theory. That's yeah. probably way off and probably way wrong.
0: <laughs> I think that's a little, that's a little out there. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I, think that, you know, we knew that the C- Colin Trevorrow script had something to do with the title being Duel of the fates. Mm-hmm. And I even heard, I heard rumors from every direction you could imagine that they were going to pull in the clone Wars mortis arc. Yeah. Uh, That chosen one type thing. And I, the thing I saw was from this guy, I want to shout him out on Twitter. His, his handle is at Genghis Dingus Mm. solid handle. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) But um, I'm just totally, I saw him retweet this from a 2019 tweet. Uh And so I was like, wow, this is two years ago. And he's basically saying that he thinks Matt Smith would have played the son from the Mortis arc. He had the father, Mm -hmm. the daughter, and the son. And he even goes as far as to say that Richard E. Grant would have been the father.
1: Mm. And
0: um, what's the actress's name that played um, Zori Bliss? I'm I'm blanking. Oh, I'm blanking, too. Um, Regardless, she was supposed to be the daughter. They Mm -hmm. cut out Matt Smith because they couldn't make uh, his. I don't know, just who he is as an actor work in Rise of Skywalker, but they kept the other two and gave Mm. them roles they felt made sense. That's kind Mm. of his theory. Um, I I subscribe to it. It, it doesn't okay. sound that off the wall to me. So that's my thinking on Matt Smith. But you know what? Um, whether or not he was intended to play that character or a younger Palpatine clone, which is what we heard a lot about too. Yeah. Your, th- your theory on it, I feel like, is just way out there. But uh-huh. a lot of people <laughs> believed that. And so maybe I'm the way out there one. I don't know. Yeah,
1: no, I, I mean, equally, I think regardless, I feel like Matt Smith's role, would have been way out there whatever you role can, that was you don't
0: <laughs> pursue an actor for a project of his caliber yes and of his recognize or recognizable uh, whatever right you know who he is you uh-huh. don't pull him in uh, unless it's a major role and the no, fact I they couldn't make it work you know but that does tell us he very easily could be brought back in somewhere in the future
1: yeah and that's exactly something that you know at mando talk on twitter tweeted out i, I sent that tweet out this week saying like I think these could be the first steps of seeing Matt Smith's potential character somehow come back eventually and I mean his name's about to get even bigger once House of the Dragon that Game of Thrones prequel comes out like right. people are gonna know who he is even more and so I mean why not he knows what he's doing he's throwing it out there for a reason like hey I yeah mean, I'll go I'll go play in Star Wars if they give me yeah. that opportunity again so we'll see yeah. though all kinds of speculation regarding Matt Smith and and what his role would have been in rise of Skywalker and who knows maybe we'll see it some way some platform later down the road but you let us know what you think of, of that crazy speculation all right next up is probably going to be a pretty big deal and something that we could spend quite some time on but we'll try to hit it a little faster than normal and that is disney plus day is now officially a week and a day away it's next yeah, friday it. which is which is absolutely crazy it seems like forever ago that that Announcement was made, and we were going crazy about how all the Star Wars news and, and trailers and things that could possibly come out. Well, from Star Wars Newsnet, we have a idea of what could come out. Now, Star Wars Newsnet does not say that this is official and to one hundred percent expect it. So, don't feel like okay, this list is definitely some things that we are getting. That's not necessarily the case. Star Wars Newsnet gave us some possibilities and things that they have heard. Could be released on Disney Plus Dave. A Bad Batch season two teaser, a sizzle reel for both Andor and The Mandalorian season three, a potential for an announcement about a new animated series. Uh, and we'll come back to that in a second. And then the last thing, a Kenobi teaser. And I think for me personally, that Kenobi teaser is probably the most likely of all of the things there on the list. That's just my personal opinion, though. It might be my personal preference. But let's backtrack there for a second. Let's go back to that animated series announcement. This past week, there was a rumor online about a Darth Maul Crimson Dawn animated show being produced at Lucasfilm. This is something that I have been calling for and wanting to see, honestly. And and I've ever since Clone Wars Season 7, the, the final season, that thing set up two shows. It set up set up the the Bad Batch and it, it's already done the Bad Batch and I think it set up a Darth Maul Crimson Dawn Crime Syndicate show with that little scene where he's talking to all those different crime lords. That's just my opinion. I think that they could execute on that if indeed this is the case. DJ, what do you think of that animation possibility?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm holding out for a Crimson Dawn related series to have something to do with Han Solo from Solo Star Wars Story. I am a big advocate for the Make Solo 2 Happen campaign. Mm -hmm. Uh, I bought the hoodie. I own the hoodie. It's hanging in the closet right now. Um, But for me, you know, I I would love to see more Maul. Don't get me wrong. But I'd like to see Ray Park come back as – Darth Maul not that Sam Witwer has done a bad job because he's the voice of Maul I mean he he is Darth Maul when it comes to animation but I want to see that in live action so while I do think it could set up a great show an animated series you're right I think it very easily could have and maybe it did time Mm -hmm. will tell but I'm holding out for the Crimson Dawn stuff to come into live action and bring us back to um Alden Reichs, Han Solo, yeah. which is what I love. that's lovely. fair. And we've got a couple people who've joined the chat asking a couple questions. Blue Harvest Bricks is saying, right. do we think we'll get anything from um, Disney Plus Day, which we are going through right now. So I hope we yeah. give you some answers <laughs> here in a second. But then also Caleb Richardson, he says, I wonder with Disney Plus Day being this big event Disney is focusing on. I wonder if Disney investor day will be as big as it was last year. Hmm. I would say, no, I bet yeah. that they're going to put a lot of the eggs in that basket uh, Dude, for Disney plus. Day. You took
1: the phrase right out of my mouth on really? that one. I, I really do think that Disney plus day is, is their effort of making a big event like DC yes. fandom. We talked about a few weeks yeah. ago. This is Disney's version of that. Essentially. Well, I think I that's what like they're that... trying to do.
0: No, I think you're 100% right. I think that the Disney Investors Day last year really kind of stunned the people at Disney at how many people watched it. I know yeah. I, it wasn't like you couldn't just turn on Disney Plus and watch it. Mm-hmm. I had to stream it from my phone to my Apple TV.
1: Yep, I did and the same even thing.
0: Then, Yeah, and even then I had to leave during the Marvel one and go do something for like a couple hours and come back. And so when I got home, I'm still trying to listen to it on my phone and watch it, but yeah. it, it was, I couldn't do it. Cause I was off doing something else. So when I got home, I almost missed all the star Wars stuff
1: <laughs> Yep, or whatever yeah. it
0: was. That was before that. So I was like, really glad that I caught what I did catch. And I freaked out just like everybody else about Kenobi and Ahsoka and all that. So, you know, I think that Disney plus day is going to be that thing, you know, from For sure. going forward. Cause they realized we have something special here. Yeah. Let's, just put it out there for everybody.
1: Yeah. Now, according to this list from star Wars news net DJ on this list, what has you the most excited potentially?
0: Uh, Well, definitely the Kenobi teaser. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it, it's the, and it, it's because of you and McGregor, he's been telling people, Hey, it's not going to disappoint. Um, we know Hayden's going to be back. And so, you know, I'm expecting a small tease, you know, with him there, maybe so in some capacity, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there that has so much potential for what they can do. Um, you know, that's the one I'm hoping to to see the most. I I gotta tell you, I don't want to see a sizzle reel for Andor. I've already seen one.
1: Yeah, that is kind of weird that we and and that's kind of getting to the the next question that I had there, which is perfectly fine. Like anything that surprised us, Andor getting a sizzle reel is one a surprise and also mandalorian season three that just now started shooting a couple weeks ago
0: it's it's too soon for that yeah I,
1: i feel like when when mandalorian season three is mentioned there with sizzle reel it might just be a oh, here's some nostalgia, emotional, let's pull on your heartstrings. These characters are coming back. We hate that you didn't get them this year like you've been accustomed to, but you are getting Book of Boba Fett. So so get over it, people. We're getting Boba. Let's go. Yeah,
0: to everybody, I mean, I've seen several people like, we're not getting Mandalorian stuff this year. I was like, so what? You've got Boba Fett. Like, he is the original Mandalorian, so – just count your blessings and move on. That's kind of yeah, how I true. look at that's it. That's true. That's <laughs> true. I, I know we're man. I know we're Mando talk. I love the man. <laughs> I love the show, The Mandalorian. I think it's, I, I it's one of my favorite pieces of Star yeah. Wars content. But it's still weird. It's okay to wait, and yeah. it's going to make next Christmas that much sweeter. It'll be the first time I get to enjoy new. Star Wars content potentially with my daughter when she's born. So I'm really looking forward go. to those days. So Yeah, that's cool. Um, We've got a lot more people jumping in the chat with us tonight, man. Blue Harvest Bricks has jumped back in there, and he's wondering maybe get some more news on Acolyte. I certainly mm. hope we do. It'd be interesting. Um, yeah, because it's supposed to start filming early next year mm-hmm. in
1: 2022.
0: And then Caleb Richardson again says, I'm holding out hope for a, a revival of the Star Wars Underworld concept. Mm. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I I don't expect that personally to ever come around.
1: I think they're going to use those. I think they're actually going to use that concept in the Book of Boba Fett, just not Coruscant vibes. Tatooine vibes instead.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was going to say they might use that in um, Andor as well.
1: True. They could do that. that
0: Because it's kind of two different worlds, but, you know, spies and and gangsters, it it can all very easily come together. (laughs) Yeah. In its own fun way. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. All right. Well, DJ, do you have any personal predictions outside of this list? Anything that's just weighing on your mind as far as next week goes? I'm
0: going to go way out there. Uh I'm going to say George Lucas will show up for for no reason at all. He's just going to be there. And then we keep forgetting about this Lando series as well. Dude,
1: yes. You're the one that keeps reminding me of that thing.
0: Well, (laughs) well, nothing's been announced about it. So I'm going to say Billy D. Williams will be present okay for a lando related announcement uh i have no proof of that it's my tinfoil hat speculation on the randomness that will be disney plus day okay (laughs) that's what about you
1: i don't really have predictions other than i think the kenobi teaser that if we do get i don't think it's going to have a lot in it i think it's just going to be a and and i don't mean for that to be negative i mean i think any kind of teaser that we get for kenobi is going to be great i think it's just going to be like one of those Lightsaber ignitions, you can tell that it's Kenobi, and then that's about it. Honestly, like nothing as far as story goes.
0: I bet we get a couple story points. Okay. Hey, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. I bet we do. I bet we do.
1: (laughs) All right. Let's go ahead and get to our next news piece here. DJ hit us. And it is actually, in fact, about the acolyte. And I see we got a question in the chat about the acolyte. We'll get to that after we cover the acolyte news piece or rumor that we currently have.
0: Yeah, it is, it is a rumor. And it's honestly this thing from the Illuminati is mm-hmm. it's a great, you know, quick little clip. If you go to their page and, and, and watch that, that video and read their article, I'd encourage you to do that for our listeners, but you know, it doesn't really give a whole lot. They say that there's this working title mm-hmm. for Acolyte, which I'm confused by personally, because sure. why would you have a working title for a show that already has a title? So <laughs> I, unless, unless I totally miss something in this article, I mean, I, but long story short, they've learned yeah. one word, and the word is paradox. Uh-huh. And, you know, honestly, I'm still really not sure how that connects whatsoever to the show. No. It, there, just nothing really was said in that Illuminati article. What, what, did you see something that I may have missed, Caleb?
1: Nope. I'm the same way okay. uh, I'm horrible yeah. as far as connecting the working titles or onset titles to what we're sure. actually going to see in the product. I know they announced, you know, the book of Boba Fett was the title that didn't, yeah, they announced it at the end of season two, Yeah, but it it, it's big working day. title is Buccaneer. So it is common, yeah. even though we as an audience know the title on set for some reason they use a different well, title. I don't get it. I cool don't know. Hist- I'm not-
0: there's history behind that, actually, that dates back okay. to uh, this movie right here, Return of the Jedi. Nice. Um, they didn't want anybody. That was the first time, you know, people were really trying to, like, get into movie sets and figure stuff out, so they gave it a fake name called Blue Harvest. And oh. um, from, from Blue Harvest, they had the tagline that said, horror beyond imagination. Mm. And uh, I can't remember. I think it was the producer, Howard Kazanjian, who posed that idea and they mm-hmm. ran with it blue harvest so ever since uh, 1983 people have been giving fake behind nice. the scenes production names and like it's, where it. fa- it's where family guy got the name of their version of return of the jedi which is also called blue harvest so <laughs> nice um nice. you gotta remember seth MacFarlane; he's a huge star wars fan so <laughs> yeah uh, fun fun things there so that's where that comes from if that's what they're saying is paradox is their behind the scenes thing cool we also know that this show does take place right around 200 years before phantom menace which is actually Mm -hmm. toward the end of the high republic so now realizing that for me it's saying oh these high republic novels are actually becoming more relevant to me because they're going to set up something and um i think paradox may be potentially a jedi who falls to the dark side you know, in some I, form or another. So that's,
1: I mean, it's definitely possible. Definitely I possible. Mean, that,
0: that is a paradox. Yeah. Really that, think about it. That's
1: true. Now in the chat, Caleb Richardson, again, he's got a question about the acolyte or not really a question, more of a statement. Uh Speaking back to Matt Smith, he said, speaking of acolyte, I do hope if they ever touch on young Palpatine, that Matt Smith is the first call. I agree with you. However, I don't think we're going to get it in the acolyte because like DJ said, uh, that is 200 years before phantom menace i don't think our boy palps is uh 200 whenever we see him in I don't, phantom menace don't so. so yeah
0: it, i mean <laughs>
1: if they wanted to go if they wanted to start the acolyte 200 years before phantom menace and they just know that the bookend is oh here's a young palpatine they could they could but i don't know if that's the direction of that show honestly i kind of hope that it stays a little clear from the phantom menace like yes it connects to it but sure. i still want there to be a solid gap in between the two just for more exploration down the road with other projects.
0: Yeah, the best connections we've had to Phantom Menace thus far is not just Master and Apprentice, but also Dooku Jedi Lost, mm. which which I listened to that audio drama. It was it was fantastic. I cannot recommend it enough. Yeah, um, but it connects so well to Master and Apprentice, which then, of course, connects to Phantom Menace and also to the Queen's Shadow trilogy. Um, by E.K. Johnston. So, I mean, you know, you got a lot of really cool novel connections here that go already into Phantom Menace. Yeah. Let's just kind of leave that alone is my, you know, personal opinion. That's and fair. Let's just say, okay, if they don't ever bring Palpatine in, it will not bother me whatsoever. I, I personally yeah. am at a point now where where two years ago I would have said, no, I'm not done with the Skywalkers. Sure. But now I'm kind of like, I'm not done with them. Like, I'm always going to love Luke Skywalker and Rey right. and and everything like that. It's just you know, we don't need to hear, hear that story right now. It's kind of right. where I'm at.
1: So no, I, don't I don't think
0: that, I don't think Matt Smith will ever be that, but I do see where other people would, would say that.
1: Absolutely. Fair enough. Well, listen, Fair that's enough. the news. <laughs> well, like I said, we tried to hit that quick, but as always, you know, we want to discuss it because we're all star Wars fans here, but that does get us set to finally, you know, break down the book of Boba Fett trailer. So I actually have this thing pulled up to where me and DJ are going to You know, give it another reaction, even though this is probably about the hundredth time collectively that we've watched this thing. (laughs) Um, And we did do a reaction video. So if you want to go check out our reaction video on YouTube, um, you can just type in Mando Talk on there and you'll see it. And me and DJ both give our reactions to this trailer. But before we do get to that breakdown, me and DJ are going to rewatch this. And this is a perk of of watching live with us. You get to watch this trailer live with us as well. So I am going to display the trailer. DJ, obviously, I know we're in two separate locations. So I'm going to give you a solid three, two, one, punch it countdown. And then whenever I say punch it, you punch it. Sound good? Yes, but you're going to have to wait
0: a second. because <laughs> okay. Okay. YouTube YouTube is deciding to load. Oh, we're good. We're good. And okay. Ready. All right. Yeah. All right.
1: So you are good. You are in I'm fact ready. ready. I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's do this thing. Let's watch the Book of Boba Fett trailer in three, two, one. Punch it. It's a great trailer. You it know, It really is. is. Like,
0: I, this is the, the first th- time we watched it together.
1: Right, 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 right. And just like, I'll be honest, I feel like a lot of people out there probably wanted a jam-packed, action-packed trailer. And I don't really think that that's necessarily what we got. And I'm more appreciative of that, honestly. Like, we, we have the vibes, we have the stakes, we have, like, the theme that this this show is going to be going for, and I'm all for it, man. Like, it it is Godfather vibe, it's Underworld yeah. vibe, it's all the things that us as Star Wars fans have always hoped for with a Boba Fett show. You know, I,
0: I would have never expected that feeling at all from Boba Fett, personally. Mm. My feelings for Boba Fett was always, get him out there hunting some folks down, you know, let's see him shoot some people. And then when we got Mandalorian, I was like, well, what are they going to do if they ever do a Boba Fett show? Yeah. And, and now we're here with this and this makes sense. It's still not what I would have expected, but I got to be honest with you. I'm a, a huge fan of the Godfather trilogy and also Goodfellas. I love yeah. gangster mafia movies are just, Oh, so good. So this has given me all those kinds of feelings and I, I I'm with you. It just, Yeah, you're going to have to tell me to shut up a lot. (laughs) No, no, no. You're good. Well, let's do this. this. Let's
1: actually get into the breakdown. And what I'll do again, for those of you here on YouTube, is as we're kind of talking about different things, I'll, you know, play the trailer, pause it whenever, whenever we get to the thing that we're talking about, just so you can kind of see what we're saying. But I promise podcast listeners, you're still getting the greatness. You're still going to get all the visuals that you need because you've seen the trailer. Everybody's seen the trailer. Yeah, you know exactly what we're talking about. I mean, it was Uh, like
0: number one trending for like three days.
1: Yeah, (laughs) and rightfully so, rightfully so. So the first thing, obviously, is this opening shot. That for me, I know our, my reaction, at least I'm like, what the heck is this? Well, apparently this yeah. connects somehow to Return of the Jedi. And you can actually see, yeah. see this in some way. I need to obviously do a rewatch of Return of the Jedi. It's been a hot minute. But the name of this thing, and I might pronounce it incorrectly, is Boamar or bomar Monk. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And, and again, for me, I don't, it just looks like a, robotic spider carrying some form of liquid in a in a little bowl i don't know i don't know dj what are your thoughts on this yeah, little thing
0: no the bomar monks i didn't i've learned about these gosh i learned about these like a year ago very randomly i think i saw something on twitter from wikipedia mm-hmm. um and they said something about today's characters the bomar monks and i was like what the heck are the bomar monks <laughs> and i started looking into it i'm like oh that's that weird spider thing from Return of the Jedi that you see when C-3PO and R2-D2 walk into Jabba's palace for the first time. Yeah. And it's just kind of in the background and it goes out the door and you don't see it again. Mm. Well, you know, the legends EU stuff always kind of said, yeah, it's a monk that's basically put its brain in a jar and they're trying to like, like I said, when I so rudely interrupted the rewatch, <laughs> um, is they're basically just trying to like reach some sort of form of enlightenment is kind of what I gather from it. Right. So it, it's right. wacky and it's weird. But from what I understand, Phil Tippett, who is, or I think it was Phil Tippett, I don't know. Somebody said that's stop motion. It's not mm. CG. and Or it's CG made to look like stop motion. Yeah. So for me, seeing the first shot in a Book of Boba Fett trailer is this stop motion thing. It gives me excited behind the scenes feels especially yeah. the star wars feels
1: yeah no it'll it'll be pretty cool i, I and like i said I, I need to go back and watch return of the jedi because blue harvest bricks in the chat says you see one in the background when r2 and c3po enter java's pa- palace so Thank you. yeah I, I need to need to re-watch that thing so the next thing for me as far as big thing that that stuck out to me in this trailer was obviously the, the first dialogue statement from Boba Fett himself of saying that he's no longer a bounty hunter. We find out that he's speaking to an Ithorian. And while, you know, he's saying this stuff, we see this droid here kind of in the bottom left-hand corner of the trailer handing Boba his helmet as he straps up. And we see Tamara Morrison for the first time in this show uh, put that, that helmet on great greatness all it's, around what did you think of the dialogue and seeing that little scene there
0: he says he's not a bounty hunter which it should have surprised me more it didn't um i think that he's been out of the sarlacc pit long enough and i i, I guess living with the tuscan raiders is kind of we'll get to that in a minute but mm-hmm. um he's been doing his thing and he's like i don't do that anymore i'm here to i'm here to you know take control of this is kind of his thing at this point yeah and I, it makes total sense to me. That's what he would be doing now. So, but I think it's very important that we see Tamara Morrison put that helmet back on.
1: Oh, um, no doubt.
0: And, and like, I don't recall watching him put the helmet on in Mandalorian season two. Um, I think mm. it was just cut to he's wearing the helmet
1: mm. and
0: um, yeah, I don't I'd think have to think about ever, that. I don't think we ever saw him take it off, but, and put it back on or anything like that. So, Watching Tamara Morrison put the helmet on, I think, is important for Star mm. Wars fans, fans of Jango Fett, yeah, fans of Boba Fett. It's a big deal, and it, it shouldn't be taken lightly. I will say that that little droid I think might be a pit droid from uh, okay. Phantom Menace.
1: <laughs> Dude, that hey, that would be a great connection. A I would great love connection.
0: It. I would love it. But other than that, just where we're at, that's uh-huh. that's what I've seen. The palace yeah. in the background looks great as always.
1: Definitely, and, and we we touched on the iconic Lucasfilm logo with Fett's paint on it. Like, come yes. on. Like, those small details get me going. I, I know we've probably talked on that too much, but whatever.
0: <laughs> I don't care. It, it, I love logo variations. I'm kind of a font nerd. Yeah. And I think that's I think it's great.
1: Yeah. Well, hey, hey, I, I love it. Uh, next thing that I wanted to mention, this mysterious voice, the Ithorian that responds by saying, I have heard otherwise sounds way too familiar to to dinjarin's mando yes people have saw, been talking about that yes. like crazy online
0: i mean I'm, i it, when your main character from another show is already doing voice acting work i really hope this isn't pedro pascal because that's going to mess me up if i know I that's pedro Pascal, I'm, i was gonna, yeah. it's going to make me feel weird the whole time.
1: I don't think it is. I don't. I don't know what they. I don't know. I don't know what they're going for with that because it, it does sound very similar.
0: Well, I mean, I know that in I think it was in Rebels there was an Ithorian who wore a translator who, when mm-hmm. they spoke, it came out English right. or yes, basic as it's in Star Wars. So it could just be the standard voice, you know. I mean, and we just don't know what the standard voice is or something. I don't know. It, it's yeah it's just we're only gonna wait just a few weeks before we like really figure (laughs) it all out but like at the same time it's still weird for now
1: yeah definitely well the next shot here in the trailer the boba and Finnick both are walking toward this very interesting looking location this building um and of course the villagers just like It seems like in in the Mandalorian, they do this. These villagers are just staring them down like they completely do not belong there or they're completely in trouble. Like one of the two, (laughs) the villagers feel like those two are are heading towards something they shouldn't be. Um, But we then do flash to that Ithorian that's sitting there on that on that chair. And I know that I, I mentioned whenever I was doing my reaction, and this is just wishful thinking. I said something about Crimson Dawn. This ain't Crimson Dawn. That was yeah. just that was just pure joy and happiness taking over. You're just trying and to like being draw hopeful, the line. yeah, being it's hopeful. A- but I, I'm actually kind of excited for this to be a completely new syndicate or, or something going on in the underworld that I haven't yeah. heard of, or maybe we have heard of it. We just haven't dove deep into it.
0: Right. Yeah. And for me, it's it's just cool to see. Somebody who seems as if they are somehow important to Jabba. Mm-hmm. And now Boba's kind of like trying to take that too. That's kind of yeah. how I look at it.
1: And speak to that quote that the Ithorian says when he says, You sit on the throne of your former employer. That one really got me going too.
0: Well, of course. You know, why wouldn't it? Because he <laughs> it means A, he knows who Jabba is, and B, he knows who Boba is. Like, and I know that other places in the canon, we people use Jabba all the time. Mm-hmm. or a hut all the time people know who they are but yeah. for this guy to be like oh you're boba like uh-huh. <laughs> let's let's take a say sec- like yeah, it's like this cool you know it's like yeah you can like mess with the the quarterback jock you know and like any american movie you've ever seen yeah but like that dude over there is actually the guy in charge you know what i don't know it, it, it's kind of the vibes i get if that makes any sense but yeah no regardless. i get that
1: i get that well
0: the the thorian's cool
1: <laughs> yeah definitely and This location that we see in the trailer, this overlooking of this city that the Ithorian and and that group is located in is really cool, in my opinion. Now, tons of speculation here as far as where this is. I know Blue Harvest Bricks in the chat was saying, what planet do you think this is? Uh, He just said the city looks too big for Tatooine. Yeah. I don't know. I'm hearing some people talk about how, and I think DJ, you you messaged me a prediction on TikTok about somebody saying that this is the capital of yes. Tatooine or something like that. Yeah,
0: I think it's a uh, Bestine.
1: Uh huh. Bestine, uh-huh.
0: I think is the right. name of it. Yeah. Now, I didn't dive into the research of it very much, but I do know that 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 TikTok I sent you was based on Ralph McQuarrie designs for yes. Moss Espa from Phantom Menace. Um, which I didn't know Macquarie was still doing drawings at that point and doing artwork, but I guess he was. So yeah. um, to me, this looks like, I think it's perfectly fine. Tatooine's a big planet. You know, Uh it it may be a giant dust ball, but it's still a big planet. And I'm cool with this. You know, I think this looks incredible. Gives me some Rogue One vibes.
1: So are you predicting that it is, in fact, Tatooine?
0: I don't see why it wouldn't be. I think that this teaser is very Tatooine-centric on purpose. Yeah. In fact, I, I'm I'll go as far as to say that every single shot is in this is Tatooine. Tatooine. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't see how it can't be.
1: Yeah, I like it. Aside no. maybe
0: from one, one shot maybe, but I'll I'll get we'll wait till we get to it.
1: Okay. Yeah, no, I, I think I subscribe to the bestine um theory as well. Yeah. I I mean it's realistic. I know it's I know in Star Wars we're not always realistic, but it's very realistic to Yes. assume that on the other side of the planet there could be this location that, that is massive that's crazy that's busy it's just really cool like if this is it in looks fact like a miniature. Win, yeah yeah I mean, it
0: doesn't look cg it looks like somebody got down on the floor and built a giant model now probably not the case it just looks right.
1: so good it really it, does
0: i would like to go visit this city Yo, I know nothing about definitely. it, but I want to I visit it. <laughs> well,
1: we're going to be visiting it in the book of Boba Fett, at least. <laughs> I
0: meant, I mean, like, in real life. <laughs> no, I got you. I
1: got you. No, I agree. Uh, I can't wait to explore that place some more. Yes. I mean, I could, look, I could look at this visual for the rest of the stream, if I'm being completely honest. I think this may have been my favorite, like, overall just wide pan shot of something.
0: I mean, I almost made it my laptop background. I mean, it, it was that cool to me. I was like, I got to make this my desktop picture. I have to. There you I go. But I almost did. I almost did. Yeah. But it looks great. I think it's going to be really cool, and I really kind of hope to find out that it's a miniature, and not CG. It's probably yeah. not going to happen, but, you know.
1: Well, I see Rural Farm boys joined us in the chat. What's up, RFB? Glad to have you here. Hey, buddy. Um, he was saying something about Jabba's palace was on only one planet Tatooine. That is indeed true. I, I may Maybe we said something yeah. there. I'm not sure. Not sure, but regardless, I think me and DJ both agree that it would be really cool to see this, in fact, be on Tatooine. I think we've spent kind of quite a, quite enough time there discussing that location. Let's see what's next. Uh, obviously, Boba's throne. Used to be Jabba's throne. Very cool. And then in this little frame here that we get, like in this little clip, and then, like you talked about, this little shootout, this showdown that's going on. yes. The, the statement for me, this is the most intriguing line that we got uh, from the trailer. And that is Jabba ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. Yeah. Not something that I expected personally to hear in this trailer. Cause you know, I've always associated Boba Fett being mm-hmm. fearful for sure. <laughs> um, yes. But it re- is really interesting. And it's a interesting take on the character. What do you think DJ?
0: You know, I think it makes all the sense in the world. To be honest with you, I think yeah. Why wouldn't somebody like Boba be looking for respect? When we we're gonna get this nice little like recap of his life on Disney Plus Day, we need to remember that uh, as yep. fans. So we're gonna get to see the amount of disrespect somebody. I mean, let's remember Boba's technically a clone. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean. So we're gonna see the disrespect that comes with that territory. I think in in some way or another. Um, So with that being said, uh, I think that he would be somebody who would want respect, but also respect in a way that doesn't necessarily have to deal with dueling or, you know, just putting out fear over and over again. I will say as far as that throne shot oh, go ahead, you were going to say something.
1: No, I was just going to say that I think as far as respect goes, obviously, with these crime lords that he's surrounded by later in the trailer. I mean, that's they've only known one person to answer to and that's job of the hut for so long that obviously it's going to take them a, a little bit to be okay with this other dude that just showed up but this ain't no yeah. other dude now like no, it's both i of- have a feeling that that's the only thing that's throwing me off a little bit is like okay surely they know of this guy and they can't just talk to him and say to him whatever they want to well they
0: may <laughs> they may say okay like just like Phoenix says you were one you know their captains that are sitting around there and we're going to get mm-hmm. to that line here in a second but she says that and then we got to kind of think okay well they view themselves maybe as as a hierarchy and a little bit higher on the pedestal or not the pedestal the um totem pole if you will mm-hmm. than boba and boba's like listen here man i'm i'm in i'm in charge you know you can say what you want you can speak freely but uh at the end of the day it's it comes back to me I think that this close up on Boba's throne, though, that you had up there a moment ago, yeah. I think that there's going to be a fight for that throne. I think that somebody in that room's getting shot. You know, I mean, he's got Gamorians back there, mm-hmm. Maybe Fennec are with him. You know, he's primed and ready for a fight, pretty much at all times. Yeah, but definitely, like right there. I'm thinking it's going it's going to go down.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, so, I think there's certainly going to be a lot of action that goes down in this. Um, Where are we at next? I I will say the next thing that I put down in my notes is like whenever it shows Boba taking off his helmet and Finnick coming up from behind him and and them having that brief little glance at each other and looking at some form of a significant location, the trailer music really intensified quick Uh, and the, the music it's something that's present in every single star Wars trailer, but it, for some reason, it just seems like it keeps getting better and better and better. It's incredible.
0: It hits so hard. Yeah. This trailer more so than any other trailer that's come out in the Disney era. Um, in my opinion, I mean, yeah, like rise of Skywalker was a huge trailer moment and everybody remembers that one. Um, Mm -hmm. even I, I watched that one live with my dad, which was real special, you know, for that. So, with that being the case, that was a big trailer, but this one somehow seems bigger because like, I feel like we've been waiting for this one a lot longer mm-hmm. as fans. You know, 40-some-odd years we've been waiting on Boba to kind of yeah. have his moment, and here it is. Now, you mentioned Fennec, and mm-hmm. you mentioned Boba and that look that she gave him. Yeah. You know, I, I like this idea of of them kind of having more of a Han and Chewie-type relationship or a mm-hmm. Qui-Gon and Jar Jar Binks-type relationship this Mm -hmm. life debt because they did talk about that in season two of Mandalorian. It's like, Hey, he saved my life. He repaired my stomach, you know? Yeah. Um, And so when we see that being played out, I look at this as more of a, I have your back and you have my back type of situation more so than anything. Yeah. Um, I know people are out there already trying to ship them, which go ahead and ship them. If you want, it doesn't make any sense to me.
1: No, I I don't think that that's the case at all. And and something that that really made me excited about this trailer was how heavy Finnick was present.
0: Yes. And, and how Ming
1: important Na- her role is going to be.
0: Yeah, I mean, Ming-Na Wen's not somebody, again, she's on the same level as Matt Smith to me. You don't bring somebody like her in if you don't intend to use everything she has, you know? And I, she's one of these people who's clearly going to give her all. And she's very clear about that on Twitter. You know, she's she's always talking about what she puts in on a day-to-day basis in any role she's a part of so i think it's important you know that we remember that they have a very important relationship regardless of what it looks like i still think it's a partnership more than anything
1: absolutely absolutely well a couple of uh good takeaways or or things here in the chat from blue harvest bricks he says boba is all about the money and he's looking at the easiest way to make it get people to work with him rather than have rather than have to fight them all 100% agree 100% agree and I think that goes back to maybe why some people that aren't like us and this is just from conversations that I've had with people they didn't get as much action in this trailer that's why I enjoyed it so much is because we see what Boba's motive is and we get it and that is in fact 100% his motive
0: yeah to To get to get money, <laughs> yeah, is that what you're saying? Pretty well, much, that, yeah. Well, that's always kind of been his motive. When you think about it, he was a bounty hunter, mm. and and to some people, money is power, and yeah. he's he's trying to achieve that in some way or another. I mean, you know, we're, we're hoping to get some flashbacks in this in this series, and maybe we'll get some of those you know little flashbacks to when he was a lot younger, pre pre a new hope, you know, pre rogue one. Maybe we'll see something, yeah, like, like that. I don't know. It, it, how we get to that point where he is now, I think is the struggle of, you know, never having enough, you know, in the bank account, so to speak. And True. now he's trying to make it happen.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He's just
0: hustling. He's just hustling.
1: Ain't Aren't he's we tired. all, aren't yeah, we all hustling? Yeah, are,
0: yeah, absolutely. We all are <laughs> every day. I'm hustling.
1: There you go. Uh, yeah. Next up from this trailer, things that I put down and, and DJ, feel free to, you know, just sure. Step in. Anytime I say something that you need to, as yeah. well, add on to Finnick addresses all uh, you know, all the former captains of Jabba in that dining hall. Or, or what some people online were no, saying that so that's actually yeah. in the throne room, they've just I think added it. It is
0: the throne room, yeah, yeah. yeah. He decided, and I think after, after like a fourth
1: or fifth watch, I started to realize, wait a second, that's not a separate room, that's the actual throne room there yeah, <laughs> in he Jabba's says, palace. <laughs> he
0: says, Let's just get rid of all this, you know, filth that Jabba had, yeah, in let's make this like. You could come to the I love the idea of people coming to the table to have a conversation, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's family or what. But like in this sense, it's like come And it's godfather is what it is. Yeah. He says, come to my table, you know, eat with me. And then he says, now, listen, if you don't do what I say, (laughs) I'm going to shoot you in the face. So it's like, absolutely. You're going to have a closed casket is kind of Uh the vibe I'm getting here.
1: You know what um, I? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Keep going, keep going.
0: Well, you were going to make a story point. I was going to make a visual point, I think. These Trandoshans look pristine Yes, um, in comparison to Mando Season 1, which tells mm-hmm. me we're getting... Bosque. That's yeah what I'm thinking
1: no and and that's something else that I'll you know what type of creatures did we spot Trandoshans for sure is my number one there in this yeah. scene because immediately when I was watching this thing and I saw the Trandoshans you're right they look phenomenal they put a lot of work and effort into making them look phenomenal this is the opportunity to get Bosk if we're ever going to get them so I do think we'll get them
0: <laughs> yeah what were you going to say
1: no I was just going to say as far as like just the the scene of them being at that table Made me think of The Dark Knight with Joker and all those Ooh, people. Now I don't think yes. the scene is that tense by any means, but I mean maybe it could be. I just it don't foresee it being yeah. that intense.
0: <laughs> I, I really think that somebody's gonna get shot at this table, like in this scene. Like I just really feel like if it's not Finnick, it's Boba. He's gonna go full Han Solo yeah. and
1: boom. Man, well, I hope it's be- the. I hope it's the. Clatonian, or or however you pronounce that they get shot it's just like yeah. oh well, why don't we kill you because he's boba fett that's why you exactly. can't kill him you know yeah get out, here, bo- get out of here dude get out of here that dude right there is my number one enemy already
0: oh yeah i can't stand that guy uh, he's he's trash i hope he gets killed day one <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, hope, I, I hope
1: a lot of this trailer is episode one by the way me too i hope so <laughs> I, I really
0: think a lot of it's episodes one and two yeah, um, there's a couple of parts I think that are very episode two ish. They have that feel to it because I feel like we're gonna spend a lot of time at this table. Watch yeah. me spend like two minutes at this table, and I'm like, <laughs> the whole episode is like, ah, it's just that, and they're all gonna fall into the rain pit or something. True. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, it, it's really cool. And the, like you said, you mentioned the aliens. I've already said that we got Gamorians going on. Yeah. Um, all great you can't, you can't have the palace, whether it's Boba or Jabba's without the Gamorians. And I, I right. think it's great that they're still
1: there. Yeah, and backtrack too. I think earlier in the trailer, that we've already went through it, but when Boba and Finnick are in a shootout, Gamorians are with them.
0: Yes, they are. Like, they
1: got their back.
0: Oh, yeah, so no. I guess the, like,
1: that species is just dedicated to protect whoever's on the throne in Jabba's palace.
0: Well, remember Mando season two, episode one, you know, chapter nine, it has two Gamorians fighting. So right. I think that the Gomorians are just a warrior culture and they're just ready to go at any given time it's kind of my thinking.
1: Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. Man, I love those things.
0: If they hire for if they're hired to protect, cool. Go for it. What's up?
1: Gamorian body stature is pristine stature. (laughs) It's dead. I'm telling you, it's dad bod. I I love I
0: I could be a gamorian (laughs) I mean (laughs) come on. I mean and I'm not just saying that because I have a kid on the way. I'm saying I I've had a dad bod. They say you put on that freshman 15, bro. I put on that freshman 25. <laughs> all right. And it didn't go away. It's still, this is me there when I started college almost <laughs> 10 years ago. So
1: that's hilarious. Oh
0: man, I started college 10 years ago. But anyway, they've got man. their dad bods, man. I yeah. Put me John Favreau. If you're listening to this, call me. Casting, I casting
1: call. All right everybody right here. we can eat we can eat whatever we want to and then we'll be able to be Gamorians.
0: <laughs> absolutely that's what I'm that's I'm, what I've been aiming for my whole life I don't know <laughs> what you're you talking go. about
1: <laughs> there you go uh in this oh, next man. shot here that I have freeze framed is Boba you know making that statement of wanting to to propose to the group a mutual something that's mutually beneficial now speculation theorizing dj do you have any wild thoughts on what this proposal is other than just working together
0: i mean it could be similar to a darth maul and the clone wars you know going to all the syndicates and saying we're going to team up and go take on mandalore i don't think that's i don't think that's what's happening i don't think boba's like i'm (laughs) gonna go take on mandalore real quick i Mm. I do other than that no i think it's just to listen let's work let's work together i'll make a little money you'll make a little money it's a mm-hmm. win-win you know and I, I think that this is really where it pulls into the godfather element the mob mafia movies you know goodfellas i mean honestly this whole trailer i was like i gotta watch goodfellas yeah i mean have you seen have you seen goodfellas
1: i uh, a long time ago i don't remember a lot of it oh,
0: man, <laughs> goodfellas is such a good movie yeah like and it, it's it's and we're not this is not a good fellows podcast <laughs> excuse me but anyway i think we're getting a lot of really good mafia type stuff and i'm just i'm so here for it. oh I mean,
1: it's, no it's doubt so cool that's I what i think's with-
0: happening here that's just that that's the proposal
1: that's yeah no does. i agree with your take i just didn't know if you had something crazy in mind no. of, of being something way out there no, uh the next true. thing that i wanted to talk about was this shot of boba and Finnick on the top of the palace just looking out and this great scenic view i love that i think even in my reaction i made a comment about the curtains that boba had up (laughs) Boba's (laughs) a decor man he's all about decor (laughs) well
0: look he was he was born on camino you know i mean yeah yeah it was it's not like it was uh dirty there you know honestly now i'm looking at this again Mm -hmm. it kind of reminds me of aladdin like I feel like the carpet's going to come through and it, they're <laughs> going to fly off. It's going to be Slave 1's going to come flying in and they're going to... Oh, no.
1: Okay. It's good. That's what it's going to be. The people that are... Shipping boba and finnick there are it obviously is. Aladdin diehards. <laughs> big time,
0: big time. And the Gamorians are the tiger. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh.
1: Oh, we have discovered the plot of Boba Fett. There right it here. is. <laughs> it's just
0: Aladdin. <laughs> it's Aladdin in Star Wars. Oh my gosh. Oh, no, man. I will say that I think that's Jabba's private quarters. Uh-huh. And Boba's just said, this is mine now. And he's man, got to-
1: Jabba. how does Jabba get up there? Come on. He's got to get he's got to get winded
0: well he, elevator you know a lift sure you know sure. You, got, you got that kind of stuff but i know that in one piece of legends content uh java the hut had the doors to the canteen on moss isley widened so he could walk through it <laughs> so who knows what that dude has going on oh, in that palace funny. that's great uh,
1: man next thing on this trailer that really caught my eye tuscan raiders uh, they're oh, seen yes. walking through. It kind of looks like a little sandstorm or just a really windy condition. Now, for me, we, we've we talked about this heavily in the past about how Tamara Morrison has talked about how this show flashes back occasionally. Yeah, this yeah. shot could be if there's going to be a shot from this trailer, this shot could be an indication of maybe getting an answer behind Boba's escape from the Sarlacc pit. At least that's my personal yeah. hope. Any other potentials or any other ideas from you DJ?
0: 100% as soon as we see this shot in the show, we're going to pan down. There's Boba in the sand. There's no I Thank tweeted you, that. <laughs> I tweeted that just so I could be like there's no way this is not what's happening. Like 100% that is what's taking place. I'll even go one step further though. Okay. We saw Boba with not his Mandalorian, you know, armor. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a tunic. Mm-hmm. He's got a gaffy stick. Mm-hmm. I think that he spent. Remember, it's six years removed from Return of the Jedi. I think yeah. he crawled out of that Sarlacc pit pretty quickly thereafter. The explosion in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, and he spent six years living with the Tuscan Raiders. He became one of them. His face is pale because he wore their mask for that period of time. I think that this is going to be one of those things that plays out throughout the series. You know, in Mandalorian season one, we got flashbacks to him as a kid. Mm -hmm. I think in book of Boba Fett, we're going to get flashbacks to him going from Sarlacc to where he is now, or it could do one of those like popcorn type things where it's like, here's how he was found. Okay. And in this episode, we see him training with a gaffy stick. And then at the end of the series, we get that final, this is how he got out. I think, honestly, we need to prepare ourselves. Lucasfilm knows that we want to see how he got out of the Starlight pit. Mm-hmm. They're going to wait as long as they can and milk that cow before they yeah. show us. It, yeah. won't until, it won't be until the end of the, the series. I, I, okay. I'm going to say that. Staking my flag in that now. Mm. So all that from this one shot. I mean, I think that that's the safest bet we can make at yeah. this point
1: couple of you things have- that I thought of when you were talking about that. Number one, I think that connects to Blue Harvest Bricks question a moment ago when he said, what's your theory on why his skin looks so much better than in Mando? And I think that kind of does connect to your theory of maybe he put a, on a Tuscan Raider mask and he was just out yeah. in the sand, nonstop 24 seven. And so his skin just got rough and, and now he's in a palace. He's able to take care of himself a little bit better. He's, he's freshened somebody, up a little bit.
0: I saw somebody on Twitter there. It's one of the shippers, the Bo Fennec or Beau, whatever they're calling that ship name. Um, they said something like "Bobin knows how to do skincare now. Cause he got a lady in his life. Right. <laughs> and
1: like, <laughs> oh
0: isn't that hilarious though? He's like, he's got his eyebrows. Yeah. So he said someone showed him how to draw those things in. And I was like, that is so funny. Yeah. I think it's hilarious. So no,
1: I, I'm definitely, I definitely have always kind of agreed there that, that he, as soon as he gets out of that Sarlacc, he, he hangs out with the Tuskens for a while and he, he makes that connection and, and even to go with your theory here, do you think maybe that you know with the gaffy stick and the weed eater, as I like to call it,
0: the weed eater. Do you think he
1: could be the second one to the right in this shot?
0: No, you I think, think he's that there's... in the dirt. No, I think he's in the but, dirt.
1: Okay, okay, but you think second you one think to we the could, right, second one from right. my from my right at least.
0: So with... the one that's got the the letter Y over the top of them.
1: No. The letter x oh. over the top of them
0: oh okay that's that's your left and my right okay there you go <laughs> yeah this guy right here. thank you so much man doing doing zoom is great but at the same time <laughs> so many challenges to overcome no i i don't think that's boba
1: okay i would even i was just that questioning of- that because you were talking about you know him training with it and mm-hmm. and learning their ways i mean there there he no. is with that same weapon that he had in in mandalorian season two just a possibility just wanted no, to ask i
0: think me. i think in this shot he's on the ground Okay, like he's he's dehydrated, dying in the in the desert. I like I that's it. What, I think that's what's happening here. And yeah, that's gonna find him and take him in.
1: Definitely, that's that's my yeah. prediction too. But I just wanted to throw that out there as because that's I something mean, that I thought I mean, about. He
0: very well could be in this <laughs> shot. If to me, he looks like the guy who's on your far left over there at, behind every. Um, it just that stance. You know, oh, he's, okay. He's stout, so it looks like Tamara Morrison's stance.
1: There you go. I could see it. I could see it. Let's see what's next on this trailer. The Twilek is the is the next uh, big takeaway for too. me. Yeah. Uh, man, you're killing these theories tonight. Uh, I, Jennifer I Beals. Time, Jennifer yeah. Beals is the actress that's portraying this Twilek. And we have a lot of people theorizing that Ochi of Bestoon is spotted at the bottom right. Now that I'm looking at this image, I don't think that's the case at all. Because that ear looks very, very, very close to the eye. <laughs> I think that's an ear. I can't tell, honestly. I can't tell. But it looks like an ear that's very close to the eye right here on it. <laughs> that's sure. just my, my personal opinion that that's definitely not Ochi. But what do you think of the Twi'lek, DJ? What's your theory?
0: I don't think that's Ochi, for sure. I'm not subscribing to that idea. Now, the Twi'lek, this particular... What's the actress's name again? I didn't write it down.
1: Jessica Beals. Jessica Beals. Sorry, Jennifer. Jennifer Beals. Jennifer Beals. My bad.
0: That's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure. No, I I don't. She's supposed to be kind of a bigger name actress. You know, she was in Flashdance years and years ago. But you don't bring in somebody who's known unless their character is important. Oh, definitely. My theory is this is where uh, Jabba got all of his slave dancers. And she is a slaver. I, yeah, think I think
1: I, I think I've seen that theory quite a bit. Oh, online. cool! I haven't yeah. seen
0: anybody else say that. So it's nice to know I'm not crazy. <laughs> my my biggest connection, though, to previous content would be in Clone Wars when we go to the uh, Zygerians and the uh, queen of the Zygerians, you know, is kind of a, the head slaver. And this really gives me those vibes, really gives me those feels here. And I think that, I don't know why Boba would go to her because Boba doesn't seem like somebody who's um, caught up in, you know, having slaves. I think that's why he put a dinner table in the throne room. (laughs) Right, right. But um, with that being said, you know, there's, she's an important character and we need to make sure we know who she is, I think. Yeah. Going forward. That's my theory for now. Yeah. No doubt. Did you have a different, did you have a different theory?
1: No, I, you know, honestly, I. And you know what? That actually kind of brings me to a discussion point here. Kind of pausing from the breakdown Mm -hmm. in the past. I have been somebody that definitely gets into theorizing and speculating from trailers, but I found myself with this trailer, not really wanting to do that. Like for some reason, I'm, I just find it kind of refreshing right now going into Boba. And honestly, right now I have zero expectations zero predictions wow. and it's kind of refreshing honestly and i kind of want to try to keep it that way as much as possible so i don't know i don't really have a theory other than yes she's going to be very important because that is a from what people have said that's a big time wow. performer but this
0: is probably the most speculation i've ever done based on a trailer to be completely yeah honestly well on and the, that's I'm great i'm the total other awesome. end you know you know, and yeah. before coming on to Mando Talk, I didn't really do trailer breakdowns. I never uh-huh. did reaction videos, and so doing a reaction to what we d- we've done so far, which was Hawkeye and Batman, and now Book of Boba, yeah. you know, doing that has been interesting for me because I, I immediately go to that place, and I think sure. it has everything to do with the fact that I know I speculate on here quite a bit, <laughs> um, but. I don't mind speculating. I enjoy no. the speculation. And I would honestly I enjoy I listening
1: would, to it honestly.
0: <laughs> I like being proven wrong when it uh-huh. comes to this. When like I want to make the wildest thing and then when sorry my my cat Barden is down here. <laughs> Hold on. Can they, can they on the cat. Hi.
1: There there she you is.
0: Say, you want to say anything? No. <laughs> go away. Anyway, sorry. That was me trying to get her to go away. Regardless, I think I've lost my train of thought. So whatever, stupid cat. No, it's Made all good. Bad. It's all good. Look bad. Oh, speculation. I like being proven wrong. Yeah. So like, I want to make the wild theory. Huh? And if the wild theory doesn't make any sense when the show comes out, awesome. It means I sure. have no more expectations. Then for me, that's, that's perfect for other people. They're like, Oh, I don't I don't like that. I was wrong. Like I can admit I'm wrong. I don't mind. So yeah. I, that's why I'm okay with speculating. I think it's no, fun. I,
1: I think it's very fun too to speculate, but just for some reason, it, It just didn't come out of me with this trailer. I don't know why that wasn't planned. It's just kind of like, oh, that trailer was really good. I really enjoyed it. You All right, let me listen to like, DJ. <laughs> you might be one of like six people
0: in the whole world who is like, I don't have no expectations. <laughs> I mean, other than I think
1: it's going to be a great show. It's just I don't oh, know. Oh, absolutely. Maybe yeah. maybe I've just gotten so accustomed to listening to your great analysis and your your mm. predictions and your speculation I don't that I'm know just about like, that. man, I'm just going to let DJ just take it away, oh, man. Sorry. He's Crushing it. Uh, no you you're doing great dude I love it I love it
0: well we need to get moving I just looked at how long we've been going and I, mean, it's I don't good. think anybody minds though
1: no absolutely think, not I mean
0: it's we're, all, we're always here for a good time anyway The next thing um, in this yeah. trailer
1: is slave one uh or you know they have recently at least in the fandom it's a recently been a thing where the name might be getting a change for the ship. Yeah. Who knows? That might be a plot line that we get in this show. Okay? Some speculation, some theorizing on my end. I do think we are going to get that. I think we're going to get a, an official like Boba sure. saying that's so, a name that he calls it. It's not going to be like the official name, but he'll call it that name and then from here on out that's what the title of the ship is going to be called. I don't know what it's going to be. Yeah. That's just my thoughts.
0: I it's for me, you know, I don't really care. Um, yeah
1: i'm the same way i don't really care
0: but (laughs) i will say until otherwise it's slave one yeah like i'm gonna keep calling it that until there is an official you know kind of out of boba out of somebody like get to the i've heard fire spray thrown Mm -hmm. out there get to the fire spray fire spray i think that's the class of ship it's called as a fire spray Mm -hmm. because you got to remember the razor crest was a razor crest they just called it Razor Crest, you know? Right. It's like the Millennium Falcon is a TY model Carillion, you know, freighter. It, mm-hmm. It's There's a thousand other YT freighters out there just like it. Yep. So got to remember, okay, this could have a name. It may not ever have a name, you know, again, I should yeah. say. So <laughs> I know that's me again, kind of getting out there on the weird soapbox, but you know, what that's kind of what happens when you bring, when anybody brings up these kinds of things.
1: Sure, definitely. Well, the next thing here in the trailer, this, crazy clutonian leader again who thinks he knows something he 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 knows nothing he says what prevents us all from killing you and taking what we want like we said earlier the answer is because he's boba fett bro yeah tone it down a notch (laughs) this this dude clearly thinks
0: he's important
1: yeah you know like i just really hope that he just gets offed real quick I'm, no I'm I, sh- I'm I want choosing violence choosing violence real shot. quick it's, Bo- it's boba fett
0: he's got to get shot this guy has to get shot by somebody or yeah. at least drug out by a gamorian i mean i would take that but this guy's got to die i think he's cool i don't like him
1: yeah i don't like I don't him either like
0: <laughs> next he, thing that i bingo fly kite <laughs> that's how i like to say it
1: next big thing in this trailer or intriguing at least was when we see all of these credits pouring out of Boba's helmet and I saw somebody blow up this image and it looks like it could be it, new Republic credits. It is. And I, I did the same thing. I'm all about getting new Republic information inside uh, this series. And I think. If they're still doing at Rangers of the New Republic, that's a small little seed that they're planting inside Book of Boba that's, again, connecting to this larger Mando verse that they're trying to do if they do, yeah. in fact, do Rangers of the New Republic. I think it's great. I love it. Anything you want to add to that?
0: Just that I did notice that it was um, New Republic.
1: Well, I suppose
0: New Republic uh, uh-huh. credits, coins. Look, It's different because in everything we've seen, the credits are always like square bars. And now we're getting a legitimate coin. I think that's Mm -hmm. an interesting note to say. For the sake of continuity, it's different now. So that's cool. But it definitely has that rebellion symbol on there. And um, that's cool. But along with that helmet, you know, you may have made a note of this too. The helmet rolls. Mm -hmm. It's not the first time we've seen the helmet roll. And Back to the clones. Yeah. And and as soon as I... um, Saw that, I thought Boba's helmet hitting the ground is just like Django's helmet. And, and I think that that is what triggers the next couple of shots of him going uh-huh. hard on, on these dudes with these red shields. By the way, those red shields yeah. are very reminiscent of something in this novel that I have displayed behind me. Um, somebody uh-huh. in that has some red shields at some point. But okay. um, there's some good cover art out there of that if, you, if anybody wants to look into it. But all that to say, I think that that helmet hitting the floor hitting the ground he's just like no you will not disrespect that and i i'll chop your head off instead (laughs) of somebody chopping off my dad's like like there you go i think boba is a person of revenge i I think he is a person of revenge and i think that um we should be ready for a certain level of brutality yeah if you will
1: and we definitely get some brutality in this sequence whenever they're surrounded Uh, And he does take one of their sticks or something. I don't know what those are called. They got some sort of electrical energy there at the end of it. Yeah. Total season two of the Mandalorian vibes when we first saw Boba Fett in action, whenever this sequence goes down of him just smashing the dude to the ground, getting the stick, smashing it into him. It it was really cool to see really great vibes. And then we get this really cool line from Finnick. Uh If you had spoken such insolence to Jabba, he'd have fed you to his menagerie. menagerie, menagerie,
0: menagerie, menagerie.
1: I looked that word up and it said something about a collection of like creatures or well, animals or something. Your,
0: that's your Rancor. That's your Sarlacc yeah. pit. That's your Reek. If you go back to Attack of the Clones. Right.
1: You yeah, know, it, it's whatever he wants it to be i guess what whatever his collection of creatures is it's the
0: weird it's the weird frog thing that's out in front of the palace in return of the jedi <laughs> there you go <laughs> 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 i used to crack up at that scene when i was a kid i love that scene so much in return of the jedi i thought it was so funny
1: oh rfb said that in the uh trailer that's a vibro
0: Oh, okay, good to know. Well, that's what the Gamorians were using in the fight scene in the beginning of season two, of Mandalorian. Then was a vibro axe, so maybe yeah, okay. they're a similar or the same weapon. You know? Yeah. Thanks, thanks, RFB man. That's yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you saw that.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah, I did not notice that at all. I thought they were new. I thought I'd never seen them before, but yeah, I do. I think I recall those now. Um, yeah. But final shot here in the trailer. The line, please speak freely. Oof. Oof. That is one of those speak freelys that are, is quite scary if I'm being completely honest. No, I don't know yeah. what's coming next. Uh and I feel like some killing is going to be coming next though.
0: <laughs> well, that that line and then the scene or the shot they used with it is again Godfather. It's it's the opening to the first Godfather movie where you've got Vito Corleone sitting in his office playing with a cat and uh-huh. he says he says, "You come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding." You know, he he goes into this excellent speech by Marlon Brando. I need to watch Goodfell, I mean, uh, Godfather. Um, but you know, to me, that's what this reminds me of. So, speak freely. It's like, go ahead, or it's Clint Eastwood. Go ahead, make my day. It's it's make my day. I I'm, I'm ready for this. Yeah, you can't, you cannot hurt me. You know, he's yeah. he is invincible right now. Boba Fett is Superman and he has no kryptonite. It's just, that's why when I did my reaction, I, I swear I made my neighbors scared because I would, (laughs) I was home alone. It was just me and the cat. Right. I'm just like, "Ah!" I I couldn't, (laughs) I couldn't believe it. I mean, and when I saw it released, I think I need to say this that morning, I was like, Hey, I heard someone say that the book of Boba Fett trailer may come out today. It's not from a reputable source, so don't even worry about it. And then 30 minutes yeah. later, it was there. I was like, holy crap. Yeah. I was like running around yeah. like with the chicken with my head cut no, off.
1: No, it was like uh, late Sunday night that I read a couple of tweets from Bespin and Noah oh, okay. Outlaw, who used to do Kessel Run transmissions, a couple of other people uh, that usually are pretty accurate, saying that yeah. they had heard rumors and reports that a Book of Boba Fett trailer would be coming this week but they couldn't confirm it because it wasn't from their sources. Uh, but we did then turn around on Monday morning and the trailer dropped and I was completely shocked and it was in the middle of the day and I was not going to sit there and watch it on my phone. I had to wait until I got back to my I'm place to did. record a genuine reaction because reaction videos, I think are one of my favorite things to do if I'm being completely honest. Yeah, because the anticipation, it's just like you're a kid, like you're so excited to just show your your inner nerdom and your geek and and just let it flow. And I just love the reaction video so much.
0: (laughs) Oh, me, too. And that's something I like. I think I mentioned earlier, I've just so much enjoyed doing that since being a part of the show. It's so much fun.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, that is the book of Boba Fett trailer breakdown from us here at Mando Talk. DJ brought the speculation. He brought the analyses. The, the analysis. The <laughs> he analyses. brought the the analyses. <laughs> he brought the analysis. Throw a little
0: twine. Throw a little twine on there. I like there you it. go.
1: <laughs> I love it, man. I really do. Thoroughly enjoy listening to your speculation that you had going there. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, no, it's great. So, so, like I said, I don't
1: like, don't feel like you did something wrong. It was perfect. I loved no, it. I,
0: well, I don't feel like I did something <laughs> wrong per se. I just this time around. You know, I can speculate all day, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, well, we, can, fair. we can say what we want, but I feel like I'm on to something this time.
1: I really do. I, I, I 100% subscribe to, number one, the best scene of mm. Tatooine location. Right. Although I think me and you both kind of got to that conclusion from that yeah. TikTok that you sent us. Yeah. <laughs>
0: which i need to i'll you know what head over to, i'll put it in discord actually you know yeah. for those of you who may be like what is this what is this tiktok i'll go find it hopefully yeah. it still exists and then get taken down for sure some reason. and i'll i'll go put it in discord yeah that but the other thing that
1: i really think that you're on to and i really do expect to come true is the boba fett coming out of the or dehydrated in the sand the tuscan raiders come upon him And they end up just like hanging out and training him a little bit. And that's kind of where we meet him in Mandalorian season two. And I think that's why he's, he's all scarred up. He's all beat up. And by the time we see him now in book of Boba Fett, yeah, he's taking care of himself blue harvest bricks mentioned eyebrows in in the live chat i yes. think he's grown his <laughs> eyebrows back out or or maybe finnick painted them on i don't know <laughs>
0: dude i'm telling you that that's been my favorite thing i've seen is someone saying he got himself a lady now he knows how to take care of his kids yeah. <laughs> so funny there i think go. it's hilarious
1: yeah because well we all,
0: we all know like every single dude in the world doesn't matter where you're from owns like one towel and uh, then as soon as they get married or get a girlfriend oh gosh, or whatever, I don't even
1: know how many towels that I that we have here anymore. No,
0: we've got. I use three. I mean, I <laughs> just I just cycle through the same three. You know, I want to wash them. I'm Not being a I'm not being no, a no, heathen. no, no.
1: Yeah, I get that. I get you just, that. You
0: you go through. All right, this towel's dirty. Let me get the one I used the other day, and you know they're clean now. You know, I just, don't even and, know
1: honestly. Maddie's I got it I'm, on a cycle that I can't keep up with. <laughs> that's
0: a, well that's impressive i'll tell you when when y'all decide to have kids you're going to be doing that laundry my friend because like, i want, yeah i'm telling yeah. i'm a i'm a trophy wife at this point i'm telling <laughs> <There> you <laughs> i'm go. over here doing everything some days but that's okay i'm not i'm yeah. not complaining it's yeah it's it's a fun little badge of honor to have as as a new dad you know i did all this oh, yeah sure you, know, you kind of get proud of yourself and speaking of things that we did i'm so glad we did this I'm so glad yes. that we covered this trailer in depth. In we detail, went o- man. And we went overtime, and and we didn't lose nobody.
1: No, I mean, we, we didn't. Everybody stuck we around.
0: St- Everybody's still here, so thank you guys very much <laughs> who, are, who are still here with us. We, we yeah, very absolutely. much appreciate and love you guys. Well, I tell
1: you what, I mean, I'll leave it to Star Wars fans to have a 40-something-minute discussion about a minute and 48-second trailer.
0: I would prefer <laughs> it in no other way.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't,
0: I can't think of a better way. You know? No, I, I just, can't either. <laughs> it's a good time. I'm, that's what I'm here for. Well, are here listen, for a good time. Not all for of
1: our time. listeners, all of our YouTube viewers, regardless of what platform you take us in, we greatly appreciate you. You are the true MVP. Um, you're the bounty hunter. You're the Ugnot. You're the Jawa. You're the whatever term you want to use. We appreciate you. We're right. thankful for you. And uh, we wouldn't do it without you guys like you guys make this fun you guys make this entertaining the the live chat attendance and the in the comments and the things that you guys say really keeps the show going and fresh and we love to get your opinions and thoughts on the uh the channel so thank you so much to all of you that that did that this evening and i'm just so excited to finally get to December 29th when we can actually watch Uh, this episode or sorry, this show, but I do think we, we teased this earlier. I do in fact think that a lot of this trailer is episode one. So I think we will see a lot of these shots, a lot of these scenes, but let's end it there for me at least. And I'll pass it back to DJ to kind of give his final thoughts before we take it, take it away. But thank you so much for everybody that listened, DJ, anything else you want to say?
0: I think we need to figure out how this Disney plus group watch thing works. And I think December twenty ninth, we uh-huh. need to you and me. We need to, oh need yeah, to watch this thing. And I think we need maybe we should even consider doing a, a quick, you know, hey, let's do this thing live, maybe, and watch like it that a way.
1: like a live we reaction. Make,
0: we could do a commentary of sorts, like you play it on your end, I'll play it on my end, and mm-hmm. we'll just watch as we go, kind of a thing, uh, you know, to to not get in trouble for streaming, you know, stuff through YouTube, you know, we could. I think it'd be something really neat to consider. Well,
1: we we uh did a watch party for Bad Batch premiere. Maybe oh, we could right. do something similar. Maybe we, we could do something similar, do something similar do something like similar. that. I, I think we could make it happen.
0: I think we need to do that. I do want to mention one other thing, and this comes from the fan of Mando Talk in me. Um, because I care about this kind of thing, mm-hmm. it, I went back in time, and Caleb, you already know this. This is for our listeners. I went back in time and counted the number of Mando talk episodes, not geek verse reactions, which if you want to come back for geek verse on Tuesdays, please do. Um, <laughs> but last week was the 100th episode of Mando talk yeah, and just straight up Mando talk. And we didn't realize it. And I remember telling Caleb was like, well, we got to do something for that 100th episode. And I don't uh-huh. think we, either one of us even thought about it. But nope. I wanted to say from, from me, the fan, to you, Caleb, uh-huh. congrats on 100 episodes of Mando Talk. Thanks. I'm just glad <laughs> that I get to be a part of it. I think that's incredible. 100 episodes is a big deal. Yeah. You know, I mean, every anytime you see a TV show get to 100 episodes, they're like, this is the 100th episode. That's true. And I think it's, impor- I think it's important that we take note of that for the sake of the show, that we've made it to 100 episodes. I think that's incredible. And you're the one putting in so much work behind the scenes. Bando talk would not exist without you. So thank you for, that. it's
1: equal effort across the board from everybody that started the show to everybody that's doing it. Now Uh, I've had way too much help from, from other people to take all the credit. I mean, you crush it with the notes BA crushes it with the visuals. We have all kinds of people doing all kinds of different things behind the scenes. So it's a, it's a group effort. And I'm just thankful for people that that want to listen to us for 100 times. I mean, that is. Yeah, crazy.
0: we also wouldn't be at 101 as of today yeah. without those of you listening and watching our 103 subscribers, I believe. Yeah, 103 yeah. subscribers. Thank you all, too. I mean, it goes such a long way and it, it makes me want to continue doing this. You know, definitely. It's it's so much fun. So that was the I know it's a long winded way of saying the last thing for the episode. Sure. (laughs) But I wanted to make sure everybody knew that we are celebrating that, you know, whether it's a big deal or a small thing, we're here celebrating it. And it's it's a really cool deal to be a part of.
1: Absolutely. Well, Mando talk will continue for the next 100 to continue to cover the book of Boba Fett, the big, massive year of 2022 that's coming soon. And we will always be here to do those things. So we can't wait till next week where we are actually going to start our boba fett kind of coverage like we're gonna start getting you hyped up amped up we're gonna do like a character analysis week by week by week as much as we possibly can so it'll be our it'll be our boba festivities boba festivities i like it i like it all right let's get (laughs) out of here we hope you have a blessed week and as always we have spoken